Welcome to the Align Nutrition Podcast, a place where eating doesn't get in the way of living. We use science and psychology to move past the challenges you face while healing your relationship to food. I'm your host, Erica Drury, a registered dietitian and intuitive eating counselor. For the past 10 years, I've been helping people like you find a happy medium of flow and balance with eating. If solving these issues were easy, you would have figured it out already. Expect to learn a new way. Each week, you'll hear trainings, listen in on mini coaching sessions from people on your same path, and learn from other guest professionals. I'm so glad you've joined me. Hey there, welcome back to the Align Nutrition Podcast. Today, I'm talking about the topic of fullness and overeating how they relate to each other, how they don't, how they know the difference between the two. We're going to dive a bit into it. This is tagging on to an ask me anything episode that I did a couple weeks ago. And one of the questions was around fullness and overeating and how to know the difference. And, you know, a lot of my clients reach this point in their journey where you're allowing all foods, you're honoring hunger and no longer really restricting food intake. But finding that, you know, you're still eating past fullness on a regular basis. And if you've had a history of overeating, that just feels terrible. It feels defeating. It feels like you haven't changed. It feels like things will never change and that you haven't gotten anywhere. And if you have a history of restricting or undereating, this could actually be like an inaccurate perception that needs to be recalibrated. You know, no matter where you are in this, it's important that you see it as a recalibration and a reconnection. And we're going to talk a bit more about what that means and that it's a necessary part of the process. I don't want you to stop here or feel like this is as good as it gets. It's important that we really work through this piece. And I'm talking about it on the podcast again, because it's a typical sticking point in recovery or healing your relationship to food. It is very individualized. This is something that I work closely with my clients on. And if you'd ever like to become a client of mine, you can inquire to work with me via the link in the show notes. So, you know, whenever you're dieting, like let's frame this out, let's start at the beginning. So whenever you're dieting or you have a history of dieting, or maybe you've suffered from an eating disorder, disordered eating, you are really becoming disconnected from your body. Your either your eating disorder or your dieting thoughts, all the food rules that you have are running the show almost as if like your head is floating above your body. They are not talking to each other except for in extremes. I'm very hungry. I can't think straight. I have waited 12 hours so now I can eat or I'm allowed to have this because I did this. So you're not really listening to your body per se. You're bargaining with these rules or the eating disorder that you have in your head. And so again, this is where we have hunger And a lot of times hunger throughout this process will come in a bit more. It's easier to kind of honor that. It can be a bit more consistent or gain consistency over time. Whereas fullness, because it's impacted by hunger, what you ate, how long, you know, what your energy needs are, what your expectations are, how connected you are to your body. This is a part that I think fullness that I see for people can feel a bit more like a moving target, whereas hunger can feel a little bit more it's here or it's not, or I'm starting to get hungry. I think that's a great step one. But then the step two in managing the fullness and getting to know that again can feel a little more of a wild card. 
And we expect that because that's life. That's okay. We're not going to eat the same amount of something every day or have this magical amount of energy needs that we're meeting perfectly. And it's the same day in, day out, you know, that changes. And I think that's what I love about healing your relationship to food and becoming connected to your body is then it's portable. You don't have to rely on a plan or a certain window of time or a certain food list or, you know, the perfect meal that you need to put together. There's a level of predictability there because you're getting to know your body, but it's not, you know, tied down into this specific thing that quite literally doesn't fit into your life. Eating intuitively and being connected, you can flex and flow with what your body needs because you're getting used to these signals of of fullness and overeating. So back to, you know, kind of the difference between fullness and overeating, you know, I wanted to frame that out because it's important to know that we have really become disconnected. So it is very much a habit of getting to know your body and getting to know those signals. And so of course you're going to mess up, you know, fullness and overeating and and making meaning of those two different sensations in our body. I think the first thing that I want you to navigate, I'm going to cover a couple of these things that I want you to navigate is considering body discomfort versus fullness. So I've already talked a bit about that, but if you have a history of overeating, you know, let's go backwards. You probably have so many negative experiences with this, you know, just feeling your stomach distended, feeling like a failure, having eaten things that you feel ashamed about or you know, feeling ashamed that you ate until fullness, or maybe even the restrictive thoughts are coming in of like, this is why you don't allow these foods, or this is why you don't eat this way, or this is why, you know, you buy the individual bags, or you never keep these foods in the house, you know, all of these things start to come in. And it just feels terrible. So, you know, I think there's this recalibration period of, you know, really understanding that you might feel triggered at times when you feel full, it remind remind you of that time that you felt so uncomfortable from overeating. And, and the reason I'm talking about this is because a lot of times, whether it's restriction or dieting, or, you know, maybe being on the other side of it, you're generally your expectations are going from like very hungry to this kind of neutral point, you know, that like, eat until just fullness or eat until the hunger goes away, but you're not actually full. Like if we're picturing this like tipping point, some of us never move on over into fullness. There's just the erasure of feeling hungry, but we're not going to feeling full. And that's a problem because, you know, that can lead to, you know, needing to eat more frequently or confusing, oh, what did I eat? And why am I hungry already? And so again, there's nothing wrong with that, but that can be confusing again. So fullness, the sensation of your intestines distending out and being full is a normal feeling. So again, I just want to normalize that a bit before I dive into some of these more distinctions between the two. We have to acknowledge your past experience with overeating, how that felt, the strong negative emotional associations with that. And then in times of restriction, whether that's because you know, maybe you tended to not eating enough and you haven't dealt much with overeating. For you, fullness and overeating, you might mislabel fullness with overeating. So they really, really work together. You know, no matter where you saw, you know, fall on on the side of this coin, you probably experience both like most people. So, you know, not mislabeling the fullness. So, you know, you might be hyper aware 
You might, you know, just really kind of give this process a bit more time, especially if you're eating a food that maybe you feel a bit guilty about or a food you haven't had in a while. We're going to get a bit more into that. But just realizing that, you know, those things can impact how you're feeling in terms of your fullness and maybe again, mislabeling it as overeating or recognizing when you are full, but it feels like overeating because of that distension and you're still getting used to that. So we have to really give ourselves time and, you know, work through it. A lot of times when I'm working with clients, we might come up with exercises to discover their own personal hunger and fullness cues. So if you're feeling full after a meal, maybe there's this kind of heaviness, there's this resting that you feel in your stomach, or you feel this kind of relaxation start to come in. That may be later on in the process, sooner on in the process, maybe it's just this feeling of discomfort riding in and and kind of an anxiety that you need to go ahead and stop eating. But it's identifying those physical and mental cues personally for you so that you can fine tune this process. And again, that's something that I love working with clients on because it can really help you get that personalized confidence for yourself. So the next strategy and the next piece that I want to really highlight for you to consider is mental restriction. So again, I've already kind of hinted at it, but we've talked about how you're allowing foods, you're eating foods, but there's most likely still a level if you're finding yourself where you frequently feel like you're overeating them. Like maybe you listen to what I just said before and you're like, no, 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 I'm definitely overeating. It could be that mental restriction is running the show. If you're interested more in mental restriction, I really dove deep on this in episode 24. A former client of mine, Anne Marie, was talking about how she overcame sweets and mental restriction was a huge component of that. But it's essentially this idea that you're allowing all foods, but there's still a lot of shoulds associated with it. And the way that you can identify this for yourself is tuning into your thoughts. A lot of times they're really loud and strong and they can kind of lead you to that, well, why not? Might as well. I already ate this, already messed up, but black and white, maybe it's more subtle than it was before, but it's still there on some level. And so it often might sound like, I am allowing myself to have bread, but I should have gotten a salad instead of a sandwich. Or I'm eating sweets, but I shouldn't be eating them. I can eat this now, but I really shouldn't have, or shouldn't have eaten that yet. Or I ate this, but I shouldn't have ate it because I already had one today or had one yesterday. So there's these these shoulds that are just showing up over and over and over. And a lot of times I work with clients on kind of debunking these thoughts through like nutrition science and education, or we might find other reasons that these thoughts might be irrelevant. So really get tuned into these thoughts and understand, you know, kind of what's going on. And it's possible also that as you're continuing to, you know, make peace with foods, allow some of these foods, it is a process. So maybe you're allowing them, but they're still exciting and that's normal. So I think we think that there's this this like sweeping thing that happens and we're like, I'm allowed to eat carbs and not feel bad about it, but you probably still do. It's it's something that you have to keep renewing in terms of permission. And, you know, maybe like at the time of this recording, let's say COVID is easing up a bit and, you know, restaurants are allowed, you know, people are maybe going out to restaurants more. And so maybe you find yourself at you know, a Mexican restaurant that you haven't been to in a long, long time, and you love their chips, 
you love their salsa, you love their guacamole, and maybe you've been having chips and guacamole at home, but not theirs. And you really, really love it. So maybe you find that you have trouble, you know, not overeating that chips and guacamole. And really you can work through this by, you know, number one, acknowledging that that is the phenomenon that's at play. It's not that you're always going to be overeating, but you still have it. You're still getting used to these foods again. They're still exciting. And the reality is, is that you haven't had them in a long time. That can happen a lot, you know, in that kind of those one time eating situations, you know, maybe it's that, oh, my fries won't be as good if I take them home and, you know, kind of acknowledging that or, oh, you know, I am in the city and I I don't know when I'll be at this restaurant again because it's so delicious. And it's, there's this sadness that comes from that of, hey, I'm full and, you know, kind of the party's over here and that is just a bummer. And acknowledging that is, is really important. I think when you're working through this mental restriction, kind of making peace with foods, when you're trying to distinguish between you know, fullness and overeating and those urges to keep eating. So if you can kind of tackle some of those things, then then maybe you can kind of pull back and sit with the fullness to work through that. So food is good. It's allowed to be good. And it's hard to end a meal when food is really exciting. So I hope that you really found value and, you know, these three kind of big points to consider. So we, we just talked about making peace with foods and, you know, still having some time in this process mental restriction, all of those shoulds that lead to overeating, it creates that restriction all over again, even if you're eating the things. And then obviously that body discomfort versus fullness, that really mislabeling of overeating and that recalibration process that must take place when we're healing our relationship to food. So it's a huge sticking point. It's a huge kind of phase in healing your relationship to food to sort through fullness. So There's a lot of other strategies that I talk about with clients, like how food growing up impacted your relationship to food, timing of fullness, checking in on deeper sensations, even learning about different foods and amounts and how that impacts fullness, you know, how that feels to you. But these are pretty big topics to get you started, the ones we talked about today. And if you're ever interested in learning how to feel full and kind of reduce overeating, but without restriction, you know, how do you carry on in this process? I'd encourage you to really continue to move forward. Don't stay here and feel like you have to choose between dieting or overeating when you allow all foods. You really need to push through this sticking point. And if I can ever help you with that, I'd love to work with you as a client. And you can inquire via the link in the show notes or DM me on Instagram at Align Nutrition and we can talk about whether I would be the right person for you right now. So thank you as always for being here. I love talking to you guys about this stuff. If you ever have things that you want me to cover and talk about more, you can always get in touch with me and I'm happy to connect with you on that. So until next time and take care. Thanks to you for listening. Find me on Instagram at Align Nutrition. Let me know if you like this or if you have other topics or ideas for the podcast. I love hearing from you. If you've gotten something out of this, help us reach more people who need this message by subscribing in your podcast app. A nice rating and review also helps us reach more people and is so appreciated. I hope you enjoyed this episode and until next time.